I'm Jakub Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created to boost businesses in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In this episode, we're chatting about the fourth industrial revolution. We're chatting about what 4IR is, what you can learn to be part of it, and most importantly, where you can learn about it. I'm joined by Dr. Ridwan Asfat, custodian of the Regent Business School's I lead lab. Uh, Ridwan, welcome. Thanks, uh, Jaco. Nice to have, nice to be here with you and all the listeners out there. And it's good to chat about some of the interesting that, uh, things that are happening in the 4IR world. Okay, fantastic. So we always do a kickoff. Uh, just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, Jaco, interestingly, I've, I've been in higher education now for over the last 12, 13 years now joined region business school and you know as you know typically it's focused on higher education so i've been around worked in industry as well in both the manufacturing and in the public sector for quite some time and uh, then got into education and higher education particularly and i think this is the, you know this is one of the passions now that i have and wanting to make a difference in societies that we that we work in uh, I really love love that, and I mean, one of our uh, positions on the show is that uh, the future is all based on education. It's the only way that we can uh, that we can take the country forward. So uh, we're definitely on the same page as far as that is concerned. Um, so let's jump straight into it. So so let's talk about uh, a Regent Business School. Um, give us a little bit of a background around what the, the school offers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and then we'll jump into the the four hour stuff after that. No, lovely. Yako, it's interesting. Uh, Region Business School came about, uh, or rather the founding fathers of Region Business School. One of them was Professor Yusuf Karodia, and the other was Professor Narendra Bana. Unfortunately, both of them succumbed to the COVID virus maybe about, well, this was in 2020 and 2021. So they were the founders of this institution, of, of Region Business School. And one of the elements, or rather why it started off was, uh, during pre, uh, pre-94, you know, the access yeah. to higher education was really constrained. And, and basically, the bulk of the population didn't have much access. And the second aspect of it was, was the cost aspect. So how could we give quality education, make it accessible, affordable, and accredited? So that's the philosophy that still exists today. And it started out in those humble beginnings 20, 25 years ago, right? And it has grown tremendously since then. Uh, we are now in Southern Africa and beyond. We've got offices in Durban, Johannesburg, Pretoria, Cape Town, East London, Swaziland, Namibia, Mauritius. And our students are scattered all over the world. We've got students in China, in the UK, and, and, and around the world. And predominantly, most of them are South Africans who are living in those parts of the world. So... And that, that continued for many years, and it continues to be the philosophy of access, accreditation, and quality. And let me come to the ILE Lab. About a few years ago, our CEO, uh, um, his name is Professor uh, Ahmed Sheikh, and he, we were sitting down and we were chatting about it, and he said, you know what, we're getting into this 4IR world. And, you know, at that time, it wasn't such a big thing as what it is now. And what can we play a role in? And one of the reasons was a, a trip to, to to the U.S. that spurred a lot of that discussion. And then we began to delve into it and say, let's get into a technology space. Let's talk about the 4IR space. And about four years ago, the iLead Lab came about. 
and that's that's when the whole idea started, uh, Jakob. Okay, so so what is Eyelid Lab? Eyelid Lab essentially is a technology lab uh, that focuses on you know we call it the four IR skills, right? And but it's beyond that. You know, it's not only about the hardcore skills. So the hardcore skills of coding and robotics and and playing around or, or, or looking at app development, looking at ways in which technology plays a role in society and what impact does it have on the business landscape and in everybody's landscape, uh, you know, in terms of your general functioning as well. But what was also critical and which we, we, we focus on as well is, you know, the soft skills, uh, Yako. It's you know, not only about hard skills, you know, mm-hmm. the issue of communication, problem solving, resilience, critical thinking and creativity. Because what we found was that there was, a, and, and this is, this is uh, what, what we're finding is that there is a general lack of those kind of skills, you know. Problem solving, if I give you, a, give, give you an example, people yeah. battle with that kind of thing. So where, where do I start with this thing? I mean, like, what should I do? You know, and, and if you just talk about communication, I mean, today, even if you're an entrepreneur or a small business or even if you're seeking for a job, it's about communication. Yeah. So how, how can we begin that process of improving that, you know, in terms of that? And one other aspect of all of that is the whole concept of critical thinking. So, you know, today we got uh, so much going on, you know, in, in, in the world and, techno- and technology and even on the radio and TV. And you're seeing what's happening around the world. How do you critical, critically uh, look at issues and say, OK, guys, uh, I mean, I, I, I've got to look at this in a different way. How do I change my mindset rather than just following following the herd and that's when the critical thinking aspect comes about in all of this but the other element which we think is very very critical if you look i mean yako you in the technology world as well yeah and you look at apps you look at you look at people looking at websites as a very simplistic thing or even even machines or whatever we build there is an element of creativity there colors how you move it around, what the screen should look like, you know. So we enhance that, you know. You know, sometimes they say everybody does is not able to be creative, but we believe that giving an opportunity to somebody can unleash that creativity as well. So, in a nutshell, it's about taking both the hard and the soft skills and kind of putting it together and saying, can we create almost what we call a plug-in-and-play employee, if I may call it, right? So that's that's our that's our aim, and obviously that's the, it's a, it's a long road. It's not going to be yes, overnight. Definitely but so. This is the yeah, but this is the part we want to 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 head out where you know if somebody says to you, I mean, you look at it. I mean, uh, I'll give you a, a typical example. If you look at a, a, a function called, or rather, a job called, an instructional designer. I don't know if you're familiar with that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you heard of that kind of uh, job, but. An instructional designer is somebody who takes two elements. One is technology and one is education, right? And they kind of merge it and bring it through in terms of online learning and what can be put out there in the marketplace. But let me tell you, it's hard to find these people because there's a marriage between creativity, understanding the arts and all of those kind of then understanding education and merging it, right? There are courses and the likes, but... To find the person who's, who's, how can I say, really plug in and play is so, 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 uh, how can I say, it's not that easy to find. And, 
and these are the kind of things that are, are, are called what we call the new type of, of, of skills or new type of jobs that are happening in the 21st century. And I think that's something that we um, talk about on the show quite a bit. Uh, you, you know, there's the, uh, I, don't, I can't remember what the stats are, but we know that there's a vast number of jobs that's going to be mainstream five years from now that hasn't even, almost hasn't even been uh, thought out or, 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 or mm. um, been designed. Um, and in saying that, for me, when I listen to the this but uh, the education component coming uh, you, you know getting married with technology that's something that if we really focus uh, that becomes exportable because I mean uh, you know if you're doing these type of uh, jobs you can do it from from South Africa to anywhere in the world and um, and 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 that that means actually the talent pool that we have can become become uh, an export uh, product Absolutely. Ayako, you're so on the head for that. You know, what we're finding is that, you know, it's like almost a language that's internationally spoken. For example, uh, if you learn Java or you learn Python or you learn any of these skills, it's a, it's a universal language. You can place yourself in any part of the world and you'll essentially be using the same language. You know, you don't really have to speak English anymore. You know, uh, this mm. is probably the new language of the future. So, what we're saying is it's also an opportunity for lots of young people, lots of people in general. You know, we, 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 I don't know if you've heard of this, this, this whole concept of reskilling and upskilling, Yako. Yes, yeah. So, you know, with, with, with COVID and the pandemic and what has happened in the world uh, now, there's a lot of people who are, how can I say, mature adults who are out on a limb, you know. They've, you know, we things changing. I know, for example, in the financial or the banking sector, a lot have transformed in terms of uh, the skills that, that are required there now. You know, like you're typically, I mean, today everything is done on the app, you know, you download the banking app, you can do your banking, yes. order a card, and you really don't need to get into a branch anymore, right? So a lot of banks were downscaling and a lot of the, a lot of people who work in that sector suddenly found that they, ha they had lost their jobs. And a lot of them were upskilled and reskilled, meaning they were trained on other skills that are required today, which is which is this, this these type of skills. So we are quite excited that we could plug in this gap and make a difference in terms of you know just upskilling people, making sure that they get out there, they're able to be productive members of society, and ultimately being productive, you know, for, for, for the world. So, so that reskilling component is such a, such a key element to me because I think, you know, whenever we, we talk about technology, um, well, well, definitely on the show and, and it comes, uh, you know, it comes to the forefront, our technology or making some jobs redundant. I think there's a, a specifically in South Africa, there's almost like immediate, immediate resistance to that because, you know, everybody is sensitive about, about job creation and not, not costing people's jobs. But the reskilling is, is, it's just a different way of of looking at it, and we know ultimately the the uh, you know technology will make a lot of current jobs redundant. But let's not kick against it, and let's look at the future and see um, you know sort of uh, what I need to reskill in in order to to um, cater for the requirements of the future. Um, can I can I ask? <clears throat> Can you maybe talk around this, uh, the, the elements or, or what's the typical jobs of this fourth industrial revolution? It tends to be a bit of a, uh, I almost, almost want to say a political buzzword, if we can say that. Um, <laughs> let's make it real. So, so what would those typical jobs be that uh, we can come and learn? So, so let me give you a, t a, t a typical uh, 
example of this, right? So you've heard, you know, there's a there's a there's a change in the way, you know, everybody learns Excel and they learn all of these uh, tools that are are valuable for today's insight. So if you take something like data analytics, right? And Jaco, mm. you may be familiar with that kind of thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. So data analytics, everybody is looking for people who can take all of this. You know, we talk about big data. And, and, and everybody's scrambling to find out, okay, guys, what can we do with this, with this big data? What are the elements? What are the, what, what, how can we, how can we, how can we use it? Very interestingly, I mean, if you just look at Google and some of these, uh, uh, what you call this thing, uh, other, other, other platforms as well. But let me give you a practical example of what I'm talking about and why it changes the way we work. Mm-hmm. I was looking, I was just messing around in, and 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 uh, searching for a vehicle online, like a second-hand vehicle, and ended up on various sites, you know, Gumtree and Cars for You, and We Buy Cars, and all of these kind of things. Right? You won't believe it. I every day since then, I am in the inundated with everything to do with cars now. Mm. I'm getting WhatsApps. I'm getting on Instagram, on my emails. The moment I I, I log in, uh, you know, to basically do something, I'm suddenly thrown in with all of these kind of things. And I wonder to myself now, like, this is interesting, you know. And and we knew about this. I mean, everybody knows about this. How come this is all happening? And this is probably, or rather, this is the new way in which technology is going to change the way we work and the like. Let me give you another example. If you take the 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 the, the element that we have in the in the lab is particularly about robotics and coding. Uh-huh. So give me an example of what we try to do there and how we try to do it. We don't profess to be the end all and be all because academic maker spaces as they called exist all around the world and the likes. But what we're trying to do is make a difference in our own way. So let me take robotics and coding. If you look, what we say to a lot of our students, if you look at the Amazon or you look, uh, you know, you get those robotics, like you see them on those videos. You know, there's no people actually moving the stock from the, uh, from the shelves. It's all robots moving and they don't collide with each other, but they know exactly where they've got to go, where, what they've got to do when they are programmed. So we teach that on a smaller scale. We teach, we teach the students how to build an, uh, an obstacle avoidance kind of, a kind of model or a, or, a, or, a, or, a, or a car. So you understand the technologies behind it and you can then scale it up to whatever you want thereafter. But it's about learning the programming language. A lot of the programming language is basically run around the same methods or the same kind of scripts that they run through, whether it's small or big. But it's the principles behind it. So if I can, and this coming back to the whole concept of critical thinking and problem solving, if mm-hmm. I understand that concept, can I apply it in bigger aspects? Can I apply it in, in bigger uh, operations? Can I go into a company and say to them, okay, what, what problem are you trying to oh. solve? Let me try and find technology to resolve your I problem. I love that. Because, I love that. Yeah. And what happens is, is there so many issues on our table? And how can we take this technology and say, guys, I've got a problem. Let me try and resolve it with technology. And I'll give you, I'll give you a classic example again of what we try to encompass in, in our discussions with our students is we've got millions of bits of data about, I don't know, let's talk about student data for that matter, right? Or even customer data. 
how do I target the customer for what service I can provide through to them? It just can't be random just picking up a phone and phoning somebody or emailing somebody. Can there be a science behind it and say, guys, we're looking for XYZ customer. This is what we're looking for. Can we now be targeted and sell to them what they want? And those are the kind of things that we want to get involved in. And these are the kind of things that we do through our iLead Lab, Yako. And and what I really like about this is when you acquire these skills, um, you uh, you actually said the, the world is your is your stage. I mean, you can sit in a in a in a small rural town, um, and and you can you can if if you can solve a problem, you can basically solve that problem worldwide. Uh, and and that to me is it's so empowering and, and actually so exciting. No, exactly. I mean, if you look at that guy who was on YouTube. He's called the Beast. I don't know if you're familiar with him. You've heard of him? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, that guy, if you read his profile, he's sitting somewhere out in, in the sticks in America doing bugger all, but just created this whole YouTube and started sending out some crazy stuff. And what's happening is he's considered one of the, what is one of the biggest influencers probably in, in the world today as a YouTuber. He, 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 he lives in a small town somewhere in the middle of nowhere, started messing around with this thing, and suddenly he becomes this big... He's got like over 7 million subscribers. It's, 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 it's mind-boggling. It's now, great. imagine oh. that. It's, imagine it, that. It's imagine amazing. What mm. And imagine what can happen. I mean, if I just take a typical example of a guy who's sitting up here in Durban or, or even in... Cape Town or Johannesburg in Alexander or Mannenberg or anywhere, Kyalicha or wherever it is. And he decides, hey, hold on, guys, let me start something, you know, which is African, you know, and let me start something which is really something that's local. I mean, it will catch on like wildfire. I mean, it, yes. it's, it's only that the critical for us is only just to stimulate the mind and, and let it fly. I really like that. So, so, um, in the Eyelid Lab, what are the, uh, the the physical types of courses that uh, that you guys uh, develop, and what's the format? How long is it going to take? Uh, is it, it going to take me? Do I? Is it like traditional university where I've got to come and uh, sign up for three or four years, or how does it work? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So, so, so I'll give you a typical example. Uh, we 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 have uh, different models uh, on how we offer the courses. So n- the number one is we offer what we call a high certificate in business management, which has the four IR skills embedded into it, right? Okay. And this is your typical program, and uh, and then you have all of these elements: the elements of robotics, coding. We do a bit of laser cutting. We do three D printing. We teach you design as well. So we're doing we're doing a lot of open source as well. So we teach you Scratch. We teach you a bit of uh, RD works. We get all of that. We do a bit of CAD. So there's a mix of learning of all of these skills. But once you understand these skills, it's we, we, we then you once you're in the lab, you're able to apply them in real life scenarios. So for example, on our 3D printers, we would want to make a particular screw or a particular gadget that needs uh, everyday application. And we're looking for companies who want to, to, to partner with us as well to say, can you make this component for us? You know, Can you make this thing and we want to test it before we actually make it? We, we're open to that. And what we call uh, live briefs. So to all your listeners out there, the companies listening, we open to that. Tell us, t- let us experiment with you. 
tell us, you know what, can you can we come in there, learn the skills, and let us make something, you know, typical engineering kind of stuff. There might be some component to the other, or even 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 your your, your hobbyists. You know, if you take all these small gadgets that that are required for, say, robotic cars or planes or whatever it is, can we help you design it in such a way that we can give you a prototype? So that's number one. Mm, number two, in our awesome. current MBA as uh, current MBA as well, we have the four IR elements as well embedded in there, which is the laser cutting, 3D printing, the critical thinking, the design, uh, all of that. Then we have. A whole series of short courses, uh, Jacob. Okay. And I think, you know, people today want uh, almost like, you know, I mean, we, 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 it's crazy, but I mean, that's where the society is going. What we call instant gratification. <laughs> right? They want something like now and, you know, uh, people get like all edgy if, if, you know, it's this whole FOMO kind of world that we live in and people want like now, 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 now. So we've catered for that as well. And we've got... You, we, we've got like a three-day boot camp that will take you through, for example, laser cutting or a okay. five-day boot camp that will take you through laser cutting, uh, 3D printing. Uh, we can give you some robotics, some coding. We can do a 10-day program. So the various elements. So if I talk at it at, at the most basic level, we can do a three-day course that will, for example, on laser cutting that will take you understanding design, basic design principles, We'll give you the software as well. If you've got your laptop, we'll download everything for you. You can take that and eventually, in three days, we can make you able to use a laser cutter. But that, right? that's amazing it, to me because, um, uh, <clears throat> sorry to interject here, but to me, no um, uh, you know, if, if you, if we specifically talking in that reskilling type scenario, you know, uh, as we, as we get older, we get a bit more resistant to mm. change and, and maybe, maybe we're a bit more apprehensive to learn new things. But I mean, if you put yourself out here for, for three days, put your, dip your toe in the water, go learn something new, uh, I mean, that's, that's really Really, uh, I almost want to say nobody's got an excuse not to do that. No, absolutely. And you know what's the other thing uh, is is we encouraging entrepreneurship through this, uh, Jacob. Yeah, I like and that. I, why I say this is that if somebody comes in and we've got lots of ideas, so I'll give you an example on the on the laser cutting side. We've got what we call an entire business that you could start off with educational toys. You know, you see all of these things: puzzles, blocks. Uh, but we'll teach you how to use the laser cutter. We'll employ you, or rather, we'll give you the entire skills to come up with designs. And what you then do is, we then take it further to say, okay, you now learned the design element. Now let's help you sell the thing. And we've got wow. really, really great partnerships where we can say to you, here's, here's a ready-made product, put it that way. Learn it and go and sell it. We'll even help you with the pricing. We'll help you to do market research. We'll guide you through the process because that's what that's what we're good at and that's why we're here as as a business school so we could say you for example you know i don't know if you've seen these you know in christmas time or even weddings or any function you get all these goodies the guys put in those uh, laser cut boxes and if yes. you've seen them around yes, you know? yes, yes. 
if I tell you the 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 the, the cost of those things, it's 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 insane. You know, in terms of how cheap it is. Yeah. But when you go and buy it from your typical down the road shop or uh, you know uh, uh, whether it's any of the branded stores or you go to a small guy down the road who's selling all these gifts and whatever it is, you pay three hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred bucks for one box. But we teach you how you can make that same thing that will cost probably 50 bucks and you could sell it for 100 or 200 rand. And I I like that a lot because uh, I I think a lot of the, uh, and and you you know, philosophically everybody's talking about, uh, you know, how, how, Post-COVID, the world has changed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, what I really like is the fact that um, you know we've become so dependent on just importing stuff, um, uh, mainly from China or stuff like that, and we now have the ability to just make stuff locally. And and, and actually, whatever idea you you can uh, can come up with, you can you can design something or make something with your own hands. No, absolutely, and and that's the that's the exciting element for us. How do we create it with our own hands, number one? How can we sell it and make it real? You know, I'll give you uh, enough signage. You've seen a lot of signage around. So, you know, there's a, there's a type of wood that's called MDF. It's, it's, it, you'll see it all over with signs that look like it's cork, right? Yes, we, yes. We, we can teach you to make that on an 1800-wide uh, board. You can cut it to size and you can sell it. And I'll give you a real, real example of that, uh, Yako, and for your listeners. We had a group of students who knew bugger all about uh, this, this type of thing. And they went out within about two weeks and got orders from a gym, a local gym, with signage for their gym. It, the real cost of that signage was about 65 rand, right? The sign was not more than maybe about 400 by about, say 400 by 400, it's almost like a square, right? Yeah. They sold that sign for 650 bucks. Yes, I mean, and I mean, that's super competitive in the market. Yeah, and it costs 65 rand. I mean, we charge them 65 rand for our time, our energy, you know, explaining to them, whatever it is. But with that, we also get into social media training as well. So how do you use the Facebooks? How do you use the Instagram to market your oh, business? What like can this. you do? What I know because because you know everybody thinks they know about social media, right? And they say we just post some stuff and we create this thing and all of that. There has to be a science to this thing. There has to be some element to it where you can learn some of the tricks around you. So we do that and we say to them, let's do that, you know? And one other element was, you know this robo- robotics and coding. Yes. We had uh, a guy who had a problem, you know, yeah, we all have this problem that, you know, at night when uh, if you open your cupboard uh, you, and if, if you don't have lights close by, what can you do then? You open it and you try to dig around for your clothes or whatever it is. This guy came about through using the robotics and coding and using the Arduino and Raspberry Pi where he actually created a light that's controlled with with, uh, with with almost like a sensor. So the moment you open the door, the light comes on, you know? Okay. And okay. you can see what's inside. So he created that. And just recently, we had what we call, what we call the uh, C21 boot camp, where we had about, maybe it was about 80 entrepreneurs. These are unemployed guys who are going through our CIBM program. And their, part of their learning over the last six months, seven months was, they must come up with a business idea and pitch it 
you know, almost like a shark tank or a, what you call that thing? Yes, uh, yeah. uh, business den or what? I forget the, the exact Drag- word. Dragon's right? den, I think they call it. Dragons then, that's it. So we had those boot camps where we did in Durban, Joburg, Cape There was about 90 students brought into pairs. And they had to come up with business ideas. I mean, the guys came up with some very, very interesting things on how to start a... And remember, all of them were unemployed. And they're all from different parts of the country. There were a few guys came up with this whole concept of starting up a... a uh, what do you call this thing? A poultry farm. But the skills and the things that they learned, they are able to apply. How to manage the water, how to use the technologies, what can we do better. Those are, those are things for us which are very, very, very real. You know, it's not about anymore just talking the talk. It's now about making it real. So that was, that was one element. But I must tell you, this was, this was very fascinating for us when we had another one here in Durban. You know, there's a township called Chesterville that's not far from, from the city center. And we had one student from that, that area. His problem, or rather the problem he was trying to solve was he has to wake up like four in the morning to make water hot, right? Because there's no geyser and there's no hot water. Yeah. So he says, but he's got to wake up at four, put the water on. Then by the time he takes its time, he then has to, you know, get back to sleep and wakes up at five. Then he has a bath and whatever it is. So he said, you know what, this is just becoming crazy. He decided he's going to make a robotic or an electronic kettle that works with a remote control, almost like, you know, a TV remote, (laughs) right? He took that, he took that, he took a kettle, he programmed it through the skills that we gave him from, from the robotics and coding program, and he created his own robotic or rather uh, wireless kettle. So he fills it up every morning, every night. Uh, his alarm rings at four. He doesn't wake out of the bed. He presses the remote. Uh, the kettle kicks in and he goes back to sleep for an hour. He wakes up at five and his water is hot. Wow. And it's now solving that problem. And what was the interesting thing? I don't know if you heard of a company called Sunbeam. They do a lot of the clicks uh, kind of products. Yes. The electro, you know, the of uh, the irons and whatever it is. There was some interest from them to basically take this this uh, this concept or this or this uh, solution to a more advanced stage, you know, wow, and get it amazing. more into the commercial world. Right. So we're saying these are the kind of things that we're doing and 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 uh, just to just to show the other impact that we have we have set up an entire lab. We've got five of them around the country in Durban, Johannesburg, Cape Town, Pretoria. And uh, we've just set up last year uh, with a school through with the Department of Education in a place called Josini. I don't know if you're familiar with Josini, Jaco. I've heard of it. Jo- Josini, if I give you, just give you a quick sense where it is, from Durban up north towards Impangeni, Riches Bay, that way. Okay. It's about almost five to six hours and it's close to the border between Mozambique and Swaziland. It's an area called Josini, and particularly in Domo. Right? Okay. There's a school of excellence by the Department of Education. I was tell, uh, Jaco, I must tell you, I was blown away when I got there. It's like incredible. It's like a private school in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful, fresh, uh, really, really top-notch. Right? And we were approached by the school there and the department and a, and a, and a particularly the principal, Mr. Mandla, uh, what's his name? Um, Dr. Mamtabela, right? Yeah. And he said to us, guys, you know what? Can you come and teach our kids out there? I mean, this is like 
they they got like a super you know people actually kids scramble to get into that school there's like waiting lists and whatever we set up an entire 4IR lab in there to teach uh, what they were supplementing they do a lot of technology engineering math science and the whole stem and steam subjects as well and we took this our lab and we've built it into that school they've given us space and now we're teaching uh, those teachers and the students there how to use that but here's the interesting part we said to him or rather he's the approach to the school and the department was guys can we not just restrict it to these students and you can imagine this place is very very rural right and yeah. schools are scattered far apart they've now embarked on a program where they're going to be taking multiple schools in the area bringing the teachers and some of the students to the school to empower them on how to use uh these technologies right added to that we are now looking at possibly making it into a business venture for the school and the community because you know there's a lot of tourism out there because that leads to sodwana and uh, maputo and whatever so a lot of people travel up and down that 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 corridor huh? and we said can we start up a small business in the town where we can teach people how to use these laser cutters during the day you know for example we get a group in we teach them how to use to 3d printing laser cutters robotics coding and the likes and can we at some point in time start a small business with them let's make curios let's make boxes let's make things that people will sell to 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 the local community and to tourists and people who are traveling through so that's our another venture and the whole idea is this whole concept of entrepreneurship that's embedded within the whole 4IR or the iLead lab and region business school. I mean I I love that because everything that you're talking about is is not uh, it's not academic ideas it's all making it real and practical and um and I mean it's it's uh, for me I was sitting thinking you know we spoke about the reskilling things but even even if you even if you have uh, have a child at school who's who's uh, nearing uh, finishing up they maybe don't know what 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 they want to go and do maybe uh, once they finish school maybe a year in 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 I lead will will open the world to them no absolutely so you know we, we we've launched a few programs what you know everybody calls it the gap year right but we 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 are able to plug into those students who are not sure about what to do or where to go and and they pick up these new skills and they say hey this could be something that i could get into could i do you know everybody wants and all of these uh, the, the these youngsters or the young students out there are looking for something that's creative exciting so we encourage them to come and have a look come visit our 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 our, our labs come and see what's going on in the likes and and you never know where this can take you you know because uh, so, so you know yeah, so, go for it. Go so, so on that note, I wanted to ask you now. Uh, I mean, we spoke about a lot of stuff now. If I now listen to this and I and I like what we what I heard, or I'm curious or whatever, where do I start? Uh, no, it's very simple. It's actually very very simple. Just go onto our website www.region.ac.za. You find a whole lot of stuff about the iLead Lab. That's number one. Yeah. Number two is you drop us a mail. We've got. If you want to visit our offices, we're in Cape Town. Uh, we are in the Boulevard in Cape Town. All our details are online. In Johannesburg, we're in Auckland Park in Frost Avenue, not far from from uh, the Auckland Park radios and 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 uh, Mill Park Holiday in uh, not far from there. In Pretoria, we're in Lind. Uh, it's 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 a mall in uh, Linden. 
you can't miss us. We are right there. There's a lab there. There's in Durban. We've got two in Durban. We are in 35 Samora Michelle Street. You're more than welcome to come and pop in here. Drop us a mail. Uh, you can drop it to to to. Uh, uh, there's an email address called ileelab at region.ac.za, or you can just drop us an inquiry online. We will get back to you. We can, you or just pop in. Just take a drive. Come in and say, you know what? You've heard this podcast. You want to come and visit. We open. We open to schools if they want to bring their kids in here. We can oh. create a course for them. Uh, if there's corporates out there, we know a lot of corporates who are who are struggling with this kind of things, you know, uh, and they want to know a little bit more about it. Come in. Let's let's design a short course for you for your company. We can do it over the weekend. We can do it in the evenings, whatever uh, suits you. And we can design a course that will just immerse you into this kind of world of 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 four IR. You know, sometimes people get scared of this kind of thing. You know, technology and whatever. But let me tell you, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of interesting stuff that that you can do. But we we say come with your problems. Let's see how we can help you solve your problems. And we are saying out there to 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 people, for companies, you know what? You want to design an app on some problem? Tell us. We can try and help you. We can come up with some solutions. Uh, you have a problem from an engineering point. You want to prototype something, but you don't have uh, the resources. We've got the 3D printers. Let us make you something. You want to? We've got the laser cutters. Oh, you just want to upskill people. Just send them through to us. We are open. We are ready to make a difference to, to, to your company and to the community at large. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. And I love the passion and uh, and the practicality. And I think it's definitely anybody that listens to this, um, I think it's worthwhile at minimum to take a drive and uh, yield the invite and, and go and have a look and see what uh, what's going on in, in Ali Lab. Dr. Ridwan Asfad, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Yako, and we look forward to chatting again soon. Maybe we can do a follow-up on this. And to all your listeners out there, call us. We are ready to make a difference in your lives. Thanks a lot, Yako. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Unbundled Boost, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember that you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And uh, if you want to know more about Catalytic, please visit catalytic.co.za.